Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My name is Karen. And my name is Colleen. And this is Books, Movies, and Musicals. Oh, oh my. Welcome back to Dream of the Damned, our series about the Disney princess stories, movies, and musicals, and anything else we can think of. Today, we are continuing our discussion of the live-action Disney movie Cinderella from 2015. We do anticipate finishing our discussion in this episode, um, so that's that. Uh, but also, we would like to do our patron shout-out, as usual. So thank you, Boom, for being a patron. We really appreciate you. Yay, Boom! Shall we get into Cinderella? I believe we should. Yay! So we stopped at a really weird spot last time. Yeah, and it was all my fault because <laughs> I didn't finish this section of the movie. Yeah, no, we quite <laughs> literally went to the end of her notes. We did. We so quite that's why literally. we stopped where we stopped. <laughs> yes, because where we stopped was Cinderella's carriage turning back into the pumpkin and it breaks yeah. and she flies out of it. And that was that. That's where and we stopped stranded. right there. Yep, stranded Cinderella. <laughs> yep. Um, but now she's walking home. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure she's barefoot. Okay. Because she left her shoes at the house because the fairy godmother gave her glass slippers. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure she's barefoot walking but home. What about her glass slipper? That she the has? one she's holding? She's holding it? Okay. She's holding it. And yeah, she's barefoot. So ouch. She's definitely barefoot. That sucks because those are like dirt roads yeah. and rocks, and that would exactly. Suck. So I was like, "Ouch, no, thank you." Yeah, I agree. <laughs> but I, I, I remember. Spe- I mean, I remember specifically that she's holding the glass slipper because one, why would you only walk with one glass slipper on? Mm-hmm. And two, uh, she like bends down and lets the mice hop in. Oh right. I forgot about that. <laughs> but just imagine her walking home with one glass slipper on. Yeah, that would That'd be, be funny. But I also think she'd get annoyed. Like, why am I doing this? That's funny that I forgot about the mice thing. Although the mice are, like, so inconsequential in this one that it's like... Yes. What mice? <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> <laughs> what mice? What What are you talking about? <laughs> yep. Um, okay. Cool. Cool. But so, sorry. I was say so she's walking home, it starts raining, and she's kind of like, oh, this is lovely. And then she hears a horse and carriage coming behind her. So she runs into the house, and I was like, ooh, that hurts more. Mm -hmm. You are still barefoot. Yeah. Running barefoot is way worse than just walking barefoot. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. It's going to tear your feet up, too, so enjoy that. (laughs) And And then I think once she's finally back in the house, I think she has her, like, little slippers on again. So I'm like, where'd you get them? Weren't they outside somewhere? Did you run and go get them? Right. (laughs) Where did she get them? Actually, I guess they were right along that road. So she could have just seen them, grabbed them real quick and 
uh, kept running. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Because, yeah, no one probably moved her shoes. Yeah. So that's probably exactly what happened. Maybe. Not that we see it, because no. we don't. And I don't know if Disney even thought about that. They were probably just like, oh, she ran back in. She got her shoes. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think anyone thinks about her shoes. Except for the do. glass slipper in her hand. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she makes it back and... And she uh, puts the slipper in the fireplace. Yes. Yeah, Covers she hides it dashes. It. <laughs> yeah. And I was kind of like, okay, ew. But also, it's probably pretty easy to clean. <laughs> yeah, because it's glass. Exactly. Glass is relatively easy to clean. <laughs> um, but her stamp family comes back. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, I guess they just start talking to her about what happened at the ball and stuff. And, yeah. Well, not really at her. They just keep, they talk. They talk. Yeah. And um, Ella kind of reacts to some things that they say about the strange girl who showed up at the ball. Her stepmother notices Ella reacting to those things. Yes. And so that's kind of when... I think the the pieces click for her going, ooh, it was her. She was at the ball. I don't know that she necessarily knows at this point. Well, I'm not saying, like, knows, but that's when the pieces start clicking is what I'm saying. Yeah, I I will say, because Ella was acting strange, reacting to everything that the sisters have been uh, saying. But I don't think... I'm I'm not necessarily sure that the stepmother thinks that it's Ella. I think she's just kind of like, oh, she's reacting very weirdly. And I, I think it's know. not until later that she, she's, yeah, I don't know. I think it starts clicking here because Ella's literally dancing. <laughs> Ella is dancing, you're right. And, like, the way she's reacting is like, oh, she, like, was great or whatever, you know? And you're like, Ella... Why are you trying to give it away? The only thing is the fact that the fairy godmother put a spell on Ella so yeah. that stepmother and the girls wouldn't recognize her. Yeah, that's so, all that prevented it. But that doesn't mean that they won't recognize that it was her afterwards. Well, afterwards, sure. I but I, I feel like in this moment, they still wouldn't necessarily be thinking that. I'm just saying, I think the stepmother, whatever her name is, probably has her... Her piece is clicking a little bit. A little bit, yeah, but I'm questioning if it was Ella at the ball. Yeah, except that's also when you'd be like, "Oh man, I think that's her," but no, I'm crazy. There's no way because I would have recognized her. Yeah, exactly. Which is probably what's going through her head right now. She's probably like, <laughs> mm, "No, no." It wasn't I think she, I think she's maybe. more just like, "Why is this girl acting so?" <laughs> okay. <laughs> Plus, you know, like, Cinderella, like, Ella dancing right there and then, like, could have just been like, oh, she was imagining what the ball could have been like. She just said she had been out in the rain to cheer herself up. Maybe she feels very cheerful now for no reason at all. It's just deciding to dance while imagining the ball. Strange girl, my stepdaughter. I don't know. (laughs) It's all weird. It's it's just a very weird scene here with just how Ella's reacting to things. Yeah, it definitely is. Mm-hmm. But uh, I will mention that the way the stepsisters and uh, Lady Tremaine talk about the mystery princess, they're really just 
upset that the prince didn't take notice of them. Because I'm pretty sure if you asked anyone else at the ball, they would have been like, oh, yeah, the mystery princess was very, you know, intriguing. And like, yeah. she seemed really lovely and everything. But no, these three are just like, oh, my God, I hate her. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's like, she's this horrible, like, hussy who just, like, walked in. and On a oh Yeah. She's the worst. Yeah, it's funny because cause I... Because uh, Lady Tremaine specifically says, like, vulgar young Hassie marched into the ball, unaccompanied, if you will, and to the horror of everyone, threw herself at the prince. And yeah. I'm like, Did, were you not paying attention to what was actually happening? Right? I was like, <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure that's not what happened. <laughs> the prince went to her. Yeah. So. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> and then her stepsisters are crazy. So it's fine. Yes. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, yes. So, after this whole conversation and everything, Ella hides the glass slipper upstairs under the floorboards in the attic where she's now living. And I thought it was kind of weird that Ella has a stash of things under the floorboards in yeah. the attic because you would think that her stepfamily would never go up there in the first place. True. So, why are you hiding it? But at the same time, knowing her stepfamily, Anything could happen. Yeah. Also true. So, so you just... think it was there before? What? The... the Her little hidey hole that she put stuff in. Do you think she had that before? I don't she think she there. had that before. Okay. I think it was definitely a thing that she just did after she moved upstairs. Because she was like, hmm, they're acting really awful to me now. More so than usual. So I let's make sure I have a place to put stuff. To put sense. my really important personal things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I thought this part was kind of weird because, like, not the prince being hellbent on finding the princess, but like his dad suddenly like dropped ill. It wasn't necessarily... I know he was sick, but all of a sudden he's just, like, dying right after the ball. I always felt like I didn't know when this happened after the ball. Like, I knew it was after the ball, but I don't know when. I I could see it being, like, the next day, though. Because we don't have time. But I just feel like it would be really weird if it was literally the day after. Like, I think that I would think he's being poisoned by someone. Eh. (laughs) uh, Yeah, I've never thought it weird, because I just realized it. But I think also just, you know, the king was sitting down at the ball and he was moving, you know, like very slowly when he met Ella and whatnot. So it's, I I think it was just a steady progression for him. And it just all of a sudden, just kind of, it all built up all in one night. Okay. I guess like maybe the excitement of the ball and the mystery princess and like, it may have all just been too much for him okay okay possible um but yeah the prince is like i have to find her she's the one i'm gonna find her like no one else is gonna work um and he literally goes and like is talking to his dad and he's like no i'm not gonna marry um what princess shalina even if i was commanded to or whatever 
Yeah, because Kit says, I love and respect you, but I won't yeah. do that. Yeah, he's like, nah, I'm going to marry for love. That's what's going to happen, and so I'm going to go find the girl. And his dad's like, you know what? You do that, because that's what you should do. <laughs> and that's not normally how um, kings and queens react to their kids, so... Yeah, I was okay. like, I was like, mm, I don't know if this is realistic. It's not realistic. This whole story isn't realistic, though, so... Is any story realistic? I mean, there are some that are, like, closer <laughs> to being realistic, yeah. but probably not. Not fairy tales. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Out yeah. of all the Cinderella's I've seen, I think the most realistic one is probably Ever After. In my opinion. Well, that is, that is set in a but, world where there's no yeah, magic, so... Exactly. It's, definitely. like, supposed to be more realistic than all Well, the there's stories. also a Cinderella story, which... Yeah, I, I guess, but... <laughs> Yeah, the Cinderella story movies are a different. They're like brand a weird, of... different genre. <laughs> yeah, so, a different like, genre. I don't, I don't know. That's not what I'm talking about right now. <laughs> There's too many of them. If we're gonna say that one is realistic, the rest are all realistic. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> potentially, potentially, because you always have the opportunity where you could be discovered as the next greatest singer, the next greatest dancer. True. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, um, so the king does agree that Kit must not marry for advantage, but for love. And I was like, yeah. you're sick. <laughs> <laughs> Just, you're, you're sick. You're sick. You're going to die. Maybe this is why you're thinking like this. Yeah, maybe. But I think also the king just wants, one, for his son to be happy, and two, for the pod the podcast what am i saying oh, yeah. uh, for the kingdom to have an heir and so it's just like you know what at this point i'm dying so whatever you're gonna do you're gonna do and it's i true. don't have anything that i can like do about no it. say in it <laughs> okay i did question though okay i guess depending on when this scene takes place yeah who all knows about the forgetful one who loses her shoes and whatnot like how who all knows that she lost her shoe i don't know is this like hogwarts where word just travels very quickly throughout I everywhere i mean it might be because <laughs> so everybody knows what happened because <laughs> the king specifically says find her the one they're all talking about the forgetful oh. one who loses her shoes so i'm like then yeah hmm. maybe or maybe he's just talking about how everyone everyone who was at the ball is probably talking about her i would say yeah uh, True, okay. I, but the thing is, like, it makes it seem like they're talking about the fact that she lost her shoe, but maybe I'm that might not just reading be it how correctly. he's describing her. <laughs> yeah. Like, he might just be like, go find the princess that everyone's talking about, you know, the one that did this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's not like he didn't know who his dad was talking about, so I don't know why his dad had to put a qualifier in there, but, you know, it's whatever. I, I think just for the little bit of humor right there. <laughs> yeah i guess <laughs> but because i i could see many people knowing about it just yeah. because you know kit finds the shoe after she's run off and then you know like the royal guard knows about it after that and then you know maybe the royal guard talks to the servants in mm -hmm. the palace and then maybe the servants have friends outside the palace and so they tell the friends outside the palace and then you know that their friends tell everyone else and yeah. everyone knows yeah i can see it happening I can see that happening, I guess. Because word of mouth is a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. 
<laughs> I don't either, but it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Whatever. <coughs> um. So the king dies. Yep. And I. So like the next like scene, you hear the narrator saying, "Once the time for mourning had passed," and I was like, "Okay, one." How long is the time for mourning? <laughs> and two, I felt like if this were the animated version of the movie, they would have skipped the whole mourning part and yeah. just gone into like, oh, let's find the girl. They King's wouldn't. dead, whatever. But so I was, I was really glad that they did put this part in here. Just the little like, once the time, once the time for mourning had passed, I was like, okay, good. He got to grieve, yeah. And now he will be on a search to find the mystery princess. Yeah. Morning back in that time was like usually a while. It depended on like mm-hmm. who it was that died. Yeah. Um, like what relation they were to you and all that. Yeah. Because if your husband died, you're expected to wait like you had to wear black for a year at least. Mm-hmm. And then like potentially after that you might be able to go do stuff. I don't know. It depends on the time period, obviously, and there's like a bunch of rules. The time they period, all had to who follow. you are. Yeah. All of that. All mm-hmm. of that. So, who knows how long it was for a prince with his dad. Who knows? I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I, have, I have absolutely no idea. But, yeah, so, okay. I didn't even write anything about the time of morning. Mor- oh, morning I, I did whatever. just because it's something I've always noticed. Okay. I hadn't noticed it, I guess. Like, I guess I knew it was there, but I just never was like, ooh, the time for morning. Yeah, understood. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> what is this? What, how long is that? Um, right. But yeah, so then they do make the proclamation. They're like, oh, okay, like, we're going to bring the shoe around and we're going to try it on everyone's foot. So, like, make mm-hmm. sure that you're, like, ready so we can do that and all this because we're trying to find this princess. And Ella hears it. And she's like, yes, this is exciting. I don't have to live with them anymore because it's me. <laughs> yeah. But who knows if someone has the same size shoe as her. Okay. <laughs> Just okay, question. Yes, question. The proclamation is made, the one about the glass slipper. Is yeah. the, do they specifically say they're going to try a slipper on everyone? Because technically Ella still has the slipper. And I feel like it's not until the other slipper is smashed and brought to the palace that they then start trying it on people i don't know i feel like they do say that i don't remember i don't remember either i feel like they do say it though i want to say i don't know i would have to watch this again and actually pay attention to what he says (laughs) because i mean i'm usually too busy watching how the stepsisters react i really feel like they do say it maybe i think they do but i could be wrong so I have, don't I have me on that. no idea. Because all I, all I remember is that I'm pretty sure it's after the shoe is smashed that they start doing it. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, I, I have no idea. Um, but, but, yeah. So I do have a question. Okay. So, you know, Ella hears this, gets excited, goes home. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but Ella and her stepsisters were at the market. So yeah. why did Ella ride back on her horse without her stepsisters? Because um, maybe she didn't want to be around them anywhere. <laughs> yeah, but how did the stepsisters get there? You would think that that's how Ella got there. They might have horses, too. <laughs> the stepsisters? I doubt yeah. it. All three of them can't <laughs> ride the same horse. 
Hmm? All three of them can't ride the same horse. So maybe yeah, but I feel like they carriage. would go in a carriage. Well, and maybe not... they have their carriage. They maybe, didn't let but Ella go with them, so she's which is dumb. And, well, it's also potential that the stepsisters were already there, like shopping or something. True. And then Ella rode her horse into town to like get some like groceries or whatever. You know, who knows mm-hmm. what she went to go get, and she just happens to show up where they are, and was able to hear the announcement at the same time as them. Mm-hmm. My question then becomes: If Ella was picking something up, then wouldn't she have had like a bag with her? depends on what it was i guess otherwise she was just gonna carry it in her arms as she rode back i mean maybe there are people who do that (laughs) yeah i've literally delivered uber eats to someone who was on a horse (laughs) really yeah wow i I did not know that (laughs) yep i I drove out into like the like you know where it becomes kind of country-ish yeah um i had to deliver i think it was to like a barn or whatever okay where they have horses but I, like, had to pull up on this dirt road and mm-hmm. turn around, and it was the girl on the horse, and she was like, okay, here, and I handed it to her, and then she rode off with it, so. Nice. Yep. That's cool. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> it's possible. I'm, that's all I'm saying, is it's uh, yeah. possible she could have just wanted to carry it, because it wasn't, yeah. like, a bag is necessary or whatever. Yeah, my what my. My only thing is that I'm pretty sure Ella's riding uh, bareback, so no saddle at all. Yeah. So I'm like, mm. who knows? <laughs> I don't do know. But back in that day, they were rode horses all the time, so it was probably just normal and comfortable. Mm. Maybe, yeah. Because obviously, for us, like us city people, that wouldn't be comfortable. But no. we also don't r- ride horses every day. We ride them every like once in a while if we ride them. So. <laughs> Yeah, I would ride them at Girl Scout camp, and that's about it. I don't ride horses, so there you go. Yeah, understood. <laughs> understood. Um, but that's, I don't know. I feel I like know. she might have just gone for, like, one thing. Maybe, yeah. But who knows? Um, <laughs> not important, though. <laughs> yeah, no, not important. I don't know why I'm dragging us out. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. Um, so Ella gets home, right, to go find her slipper? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah? Okay. Yes. <laughs> I had to, like, double check that that's where we were. <laughs> yeah, that's where we are. <laughs> um, so she gets, yeah, she gets home to find it, and, um, she gets up to the attic, and she finds her stepmother there, and she's holding the glass slipper, because Ella, first off, didn't see her stepmother when she walked in. Mm-hmm. She went immediately to her little hidey hole, and she couldn't find it. She was looking everywhere for it. She was like, what? And then, I don't know, does her stepmother, like, talk, or does she just look up and see her holding it? Yeah, stepmother says, are you looking for this? Okay, yeah. So, yeah, so her stepmother, like, talks to her about it, and is like, oh, look, I have your slipper. And then she tells this whole woe is me story about how her whole life has been so awful, and ugh, I'm so rich i've been rich my whole life but like i have had such a horrible horrible experience with living (laughs) and and ella's sitting there like okay (laughs) because like she doesn't know where this story is going yeah and you can and okay so uh (laughs) so 
you're right. Lady Tremaine starts telling this whole story about her life. She doesn't specifically say it's about her, but we all know it's about yeah, her. Yeah, we know it's about her. <laughs> and it's not revealed until the very end of her story that she says, and so I lived unhappily ever after. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, interesting. Uh, yeah. Quote unquote fairy tale within a fairy tale. Yeah. This whole movie is a fairy tale. <laughs> An like, unfairy tale in a fairy tale. <laughs> yeah. Uh,. But she, Lady Tremaine also mentions that the prince's head was turned because of a girl with glass slippers. Yeah. So I guess the kingdom did know that the mystery princess had glass slippers. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe Lady Tremaine was just really good at paying attention to people's shoes. <laughs> maybe. She might just really like shoes and go, mm, what you wearing, huh? Yeah, maybe she's just like, what, like, what do you have under that giant dress? What right? shoes are those? And that would have been a good little connector, because if she already knew about Cinderella's little hidey hole, and mm-hmm. she knew what shoes the princess was wearing, and then she found one, she'd mm-hmm. be like, oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it would, it would kind of make sense if she already had seen the shoes and was like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I The, the only thing, though, is that, first of all, why did Lady Tremaine decide that day to go up into the attic and look and she found the glass slipper like what was is that why she was up there i don't know maybe she checks it every once in a while to see like if ella's stealing anything from them maybe but also depending on how long the time of morning was and how often lady Tremaine goes up there oh, you think she would have found it by now yeah that's true well maybe she already knew and mm-hmm. then maybe like one of her friends told her that the prince was going to start trying slippers on i the proclamation was just made so unless word traveled really 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 quickly to lady tremaine i i don't know (laughs) i think we had a similar instance like this earlier in this movie specifically where word traveled quote unquote really quickly Mm -hmm. and we were like what (laughs) Yeah. But has she, she's already talked to the Duke, though, right? No. She talks to the Duke after she smashes the slipper. Oh. And it is still fully intact, so. Okay. But, I mean, it could also be another thing with um, servants in the, ho- in the yeah. palace knowing yeah. about this and word spreading and Potentially. blah, 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 and it gets back to Lady Tremaine and... Who knows? I don't. But it, I'm still just like, why did she find it this day? Yeah, the I day the proclamation is made when there's no it. way she could know what the proclamation is. Yeah. I don't know how she found it, but mm-hmm. it's whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I do I- like that in this scene, Ella tells Lady Jermaine that love is free. Ooh, I have notes on that later. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, talking then i guess or do i did i not hold on i don't know <laughs> wait i feel like i did oh yeah i do okay oh, oh. okay okay oh okay it's, it's it goes along with my next comment okay, okay go ahead <laughs> um, <then. laughs> but i i want to also point out the lighting on lady tremaine in this part where she's telling Sitting her unhappy dark. fairy tale <laughs> because it reminds me of a scene in the animated version where you had all the sinister lighting on um, on Lady Tremaine in the animated version. Yeah. And I was like, oh, cool. They did it again. 
But anyways, um, so Lady Tremaine asks if Ella stole it. And Ella says, no, it was given to me. And then Lady Tremaine says, given to you, given to you. Nothing is ever given for everything you must pay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Lady Tremaine has a very pessimistic outlook on life. Yeah, she does. It's and very it's, true. It's interesting because Lady Tremaine obviously grew up with money. So you would think that she would get everything she ever wanted. Or we can yeah. assume she grew up with money. Yeah. She at least married into money, if not yeah, grew up with that's it. That's true. So it's it's very interesting how she has such a unhappy outlook on life. Yeah. And maybe it's just how she was raised. That's possible. Who knows? <laughs> but you're you are correct. Ella mentions that kindness and love are free, but uh, Lady Tremaine says otherwise. And I think this is one of those scenes where you can see how much Lady Tremaine and Ella are opposites. Yeah. Because not only is it like the dark lighting on Lady Tremaine and yeah. the bright lighting, like the soft bright lighting on Ella, yeah. but it's also just the way they're speaking, what they're talking about. Because yeah. Ella's like, you know, the world isn't bad, but Lady Tremaine is like, the world is awful. How do you not see yeah. this? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Um, my comment about the love is free thing, I said, like, that is true if you truly and honestly love, but if you don't, mm -hmm. then it isn't free. Like, Lady Tremaine, she never really had love for people, but, um, she would, like, try to make it seem like she did, I would say, potentially, um, so that she could, like, get into their lives and, like, get their money or whatever. Um, at least that's how it seemed for Ella's dad, because he's too nice. Like, I don't know. I would say for Ella's dad, yes. Um, uh, but I, I wrote that, like, if you don't, then it isn't free. Because if you don't know how to truly love, you obviously won't agree that it is. Like, it'll be harder. That makes me wonder about Lady Tremaine marrying for love the first time, then. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's possible that she no. did, or... Okay, so it's possible... I don't know. This is me totally, like... Go, just go for it. Going go crazy, because I we know nothing about this. But it's possible that she found love, okay? Mm -hmm. But her, like, father, whoever he was, was like, um, no, absolutely not, and made her marry someone else. And so then she was, like forced into this kind of situation where she wasn't able to like marry for love so you're telling me that lady tremaine's father poisoned her husband so that she would marry someone else well i'm not saying like she poisoned <laughs> her husband i'm just saying like maybe she found love with someone no i'm and... saying her father poisoned her husband <laughs> no i'm saying like maybe she found love with someone but they weren't married they didn't get married and then she was forced into marrying someone else who was better, like, stationed, better, like... Okay, so you're telling me she didn't marry for love at all? Yeah. I don't know. Then why did she say she, she married for love? I don't know, because she's a liar. She's a liar. <laughs> she okay. is a liar. <laughs> Maybe yes. they had, like, yes. a little pretend wedding. <laughs> Maybe it was, like, her remembering the wedding that they had when they were kids. And she was like, maybe I married for love, but like <laughs> it didn't work out. <laughs> See, my whole take know. on this, on this uh, little bit about love, her saying love isn't free. I always felt that she married for love. Yes, she was in love. I like, I always believed she was in love with her first husband, 
But then because he died, that just completely changed her aspect on it where she was like, well, okay, love isn't free because look at this. My husband fucking died. Yeah. So like, obviously you give and you take. And it just, her her first husband dying just changed her whole outlook. And then her second husband also died. And we don't know if she uh, hired someone to kill him or not. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. I, I, know, I always thought that her first love her first marriage was for love just because she said it, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I don't see her loving anyone. <clears throat> yeah. Especially at this point, you don't see her loving anyone. Yeah. But I do wonder about the first marriage. Yeah. We never saw it. We don't know anything about it. We'll never know. So nope. That's fine. Um, so, yes, so Lady Tremaine talks about what Ella's going to do once she marries the prince, mm-hmm. and Lady Tremaine says, you will make me the head of the royal household, and I was like, mm, I don't think that's how that's going to work. Right, yeah. I don't, I don't think you understand how this works. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you telling her what she's going to do when she's obviously not going to do that? <laughs> Let's get nerdy, everybody. I'm Chris. And I'm Dave. And together we are the Nerd Byword, your podcast guide through the nerd multiverse. Our podcast takes deep dives into all sorts of nerdy content. We talk about comic books, video games, movies, TV, and pop culture. Want to know about the latest nerdy news? We've got you covered. Want to get recommendations about new or obscure media that will fill your nerdy heart with happiness? You've come to the right place. And in our Nerd Big Talk segment, we go deep as we take on some of the biggest questions in nerddom. All that and exclusive interviews with heavy hitters in the nerd world. Join us on the Nerd Byword wherever you get your podcasts at nerdbyword.com. Stay well and stay nerdy. I mean, she thinks that she can convince Ella to do it just through you know, threats and whatnot. Yeah. Because Ella has always been a pushover for her. Yeah. But in this one, Ella's like, nah, bitch. <laughs> it's not happening. Yeah, Ella Ella is finally standing up to her for once yeah. in her life. Yeah. Which brings me to my next set of quotes from this okay. scene. Okay, sounds good. So Lady Tremaine has made all this, like, declaration of what Ella's going to do once she marries the prince. And Ella says, No. And Lady Tremaine says, no. And Ella says, I was not able to protect my father from you, but I will protect the prince and the kingdom, no matter what becomes of me. So my question is, Ella, what do you mean by not able to protect my father from you? Um, You told your father he could remarry and that you were happy if he was happy. So what do you mean? I think she means after she met Lady Tremaine, she realized how bad it was that he had married her. Yeah, but how was she supposed to protect her father? That was his Poison? decision. <laughs> Poison? <laughs> yeah. So so I'm like, hmm, Lady Tremaine had her father killed? Canon? <laughs> Is that canon? Poison? I think so. <laughs> Lady, I would say so. Lady Tremaine had her second husband killed. He was poisoned. She's the new Black Widow. <laughs> um, yeah, that's an interesting... 
interesting thing to point out actually it's something i've never thought about it was just while i was watching it this time that i was like i was not able to protect my father from you what does that yeah. mean yeah Ooh. yeah I, just, I, I don't know <laughs> i have no idea but anyway, because she's standing up to her, Lady mm-hmm. Jermaine's like, well, bye bye glass slipper. And she shatters it. Yep. And Ella is like, why? Mm-hmm. Ella- because like, yeah, go ahead. I was saying, that's my next set of quotes. Yeah, you're good. Because Ella says, why? Why are you so cruel? I don't understand it. I've tried to be kind to you. And Lady Jermaine says, you? Kind to me? And Ella says, yes. And though no one deserves to be treated as you have treated me, why do you do it? Why? And that's when Lady Tremaine says, why? Because you are young and innocent and good. And I... And she <laughs> leaves. But it's interesting because Lady Tremaine says, you, kind to me. And yeah. I'm like, if Ella hasn't been kind to you, then what is kindness? Please tell me. Yeah. <laughs> what is your definition? I'm unsure why she <laughs> acted as if this was such a novel idea that Ella had been kind to her because Ella's been nothing but kind to them, even when she's being mistreated by them. Exactly. So it's it's a little strange that she would get so like, um, you've never been kind to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then she mentions that Ella's young and innocent and good, and it makes me wonder what lady tremaine thinks of herself like she knows she's yeah. not young and she's not innocent she's definitely and good. not innocent. yeah she's guilty of murder <laughs> <laughs> so we say <laughs> so we think guilty of murder I'm guilty of murder <laughs> but yeah um, it's it's interesting no for sure uh the other part of that is i, I just don't know why she's acting as if like this is new and like Ella hasn't actually been a nice person all this time mm-hmm. yeah because that's all she's been even through all of the oh you can't sit with us and oh you have to eat the crumbs and oh you have to clean everything and you have to do our laundry and yeah you know like she gets stuff added to her list of chores all the time and she just takes it and goes and does it yeah she doesn't really complain like, yeah, she's, like, frustrated and probably annoyed that this is taking all of her time up, but... And that now she's a servant in her own household. Exactly, yeah. She doesn't really complain from what we've seen. And Ella isn't a complainer. Yeah. We've seen this already, because when yeah. she first met Kit, he, like, you know, he asks her, like, uh-huh. how she's treated at home, and she's she kind of like, oh, don't worry about as it. Good as they're able or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. It's a good point. So it's like, not only is Ella a pushover, but she's also not a complainer. Yeah, very, very true. Um, yes. Yes. <laughs> so then Lady Tremaine goes and visits the Grand Duke. Yes. Um, and she brings the heel of the slipper, mm-hmm. I guess, according to your notes. Because that's, that's all that wasn't in a million pieces. Yeah. So... Because it's the part she was holding before she shattered the rest of it. Exactly. Um, <laughs> which is but, which is why it's the only thing not shattered. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, she takes it to the Grand Duke and is like, 
I know exactly who the person is, and she's literally my servant, and so, like, if you don't want that kind of embarrassment on the kingdom, you're gonna work with what I want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She threatens the Grand Duke. He's like, okay, I guess. Thanks for protecting us from such an embarrassment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm sitting here like, why are you thanking her for, like, literally blackmailing you? Yeah, right? I'm very confused. Like, okay. Are you a good person, Grand Duke? Clearly not. No, he's not. And <laughs> they're both it's... like, we both want power. So let's do this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really interesting because I I don't know where the Grand Duke thinks he's going to go in terms of power. Yeah. Like he's the Grand yeah. Duke, sure. And he thinks that he can uh sway, you know, the king's loyalty or whatever, or his decision, since now that Kit is king. He's like, oh, yeah. he's a child, I get like I can handle it. Whatever. Yeah. But it's it's really interesting. <laughs> it's definitely interesting. Um I do think it's funny that the Grand Duke is like, oh well, he's gonna marry this person. Mm-hmm. But like the Grand Duke doesn't get to decide who the prince marries. No, um, not at all. So I think it's hilarious that he thinks he'll be able to conspire with Lady Tremaine about this and not have any repercussions from it when it's discovered what they did. Right, yeah. Um, I, I'm just, I'm really concerned about how they feel like they're above the law, you know? Yeah. Because this is, uh, this is not how that works. This is basically mutiny if you were a pirate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, don't worry, we'll be in charge, the prince won't, it's fine. Mm, not how that works, no. bud. Yeah. You can't really kick the royalty out. Yeah. You can't really... <laughs> and it's interesting because at the ball when Lady Tremaine was eavesdropping on yeah. the Grand Duke and the captain, the prince's servant, um, yeah. he mentions that the prince has already been promised to the princess of Shalina. Yeah. So who made that promise? Was it the Grand Duke or was it the king? Yep. No, it was the Grand Duke. As far as we know. Because he said that he promised her. Oh, okay. He promised him to her, yeah. Because he literally said it at, I think it was at the ball or like after the ball or whatever. But he was like, I already promised the prince the Princess Shalina. Yeah, so it, it like, must have been at the ball. <laughs> like, cool, dude. Did you even <laughs> Did you- ask if that was okay? Yeah, like, <laughs> who, why do you think you get to make the decision? Who gave you permission yeah. to promise him to someone? <laughs> but it's fine. It's fine. Whatever. <laughs> I also just, a quick side note. Okay. I was noticing in the scene, like, it just, random thought popped in my mind. Lady Tremaine is always wearing dark clothing or darker yes. clothing. Yeah. I think it's interesting because it goes along with her pessimistic attitude of yeah. the world is awful. But her daughters are always wearing brighter colors. Yeah. And so I wondered if this was too... Sorry, try not to sneeze. <laughs> uh, I wonder if this was to possibly suggest that Anastasia and Drizella are quote-unquote innocent in their upbringing and how they turned out mean. Because it, it was obviously taught to them how they were supposed to live and how they yeah. were supposed to be people. Yeah. So... I think after a certain age, you don't become innocent anymore. You know what you're doing. Oh, agreed. Agreed. So I don't, 
I don't know. I don't know if it should signify that they're innocent. <laughs> I know. I, I was just like, well, it could be, but also... Uh. It's possible. Like Maybe in their, for, in their initial upbringing. Yeah. Like, for instance, like in Ever After, um, Jacqueline probably doesn't have a great upbringing you know yeah she turns out all right because she recognizes like i probably shouldn't act that way <laughs> well i think in in my opinion after watching a rapper i feel like the baroness just always favored um marguerite, marguerite yeah and so uh jacqueline just knew how not to act yeah which is why i think that it's possible they could have seen what was wrong mm-hmm they still just went with it which makes them just as bad as their mother yeah i think after a certain point they just kept going with it because they always wound up getting what they wanted yeah not worth it not worth it to no. have your um, your soul sold to the devil <laughs> but it's just it's just interesting noting that they wear bright colors yeah it is for sure and i'm just very curious about it <laughs> but also I, I think i mentioned this question further down mm-hmm. in my notes but why are they always wearing specific colors I don't know, because that's how it was in the original. That they wore specific colors? Yeah, they literally had specific colors that they wore. Oh. See, because my, my question is also, I feel like it would make sense if they were twins, and the colors were to separate them when they were younger, so it would be like, oh, that's Anastasia because she's wearing red, oh, it's Drizella because she's wearing yellow. Yeah. But then they just kept with it. I guess that's possible. <laughs> I don't know. I, don't ask me. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I do have a comment on one of your next ones, though. Go for it. Because you mentioned how Lady Tremaine is wearing bright red oh, uh-huh. pink gloves, and yes. they don't go with her outfit. They do not. And I was sitting <laughs> here... This is like a stretch, obviously, but I was like, what if it means that she has blood on her hands? Good, yes. I was like, I bet there's some <laughs> hidden meaning to the gloves, and I just can't figure it out. Like, what if that's Disney trying to slip in that she actually is a murderer? <laughs> I, that could be it. That could be that it. That actually is canon that she kills her husband <laughs> as the new Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. But um, yeah. that's that was my thought when I read that. I was like, they don't go with the outfit, but they don't. They really I like don't. the color of blood. So <laughs> yeah, it's it just does. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I could see it meaning that she has blood on her hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, you can keep going because you have notes still. Why? What are your next notes? It's about them trying the shoe on every girl. Oh, okay. Yeah, it hasn't happened yet. <laughs> okay, so the next scene, so yeah, the next scene is the Grand Duke giving the broken heel to the prince, who is now the king. So I guess we should call him the king now. Oh yeah, um, that's right. The dad died. <laughs> yeah, the dad died, so he's king I now. <laughs> uh, but the Grand Duke tells him that it was found on the side of the road, and Kit mentions that there must be some reason she vanished. Perhaps she has been prevented from speaking. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting that he would jump to that conclusion, but he's also spot on. Yeah. Plus, no, he definitely is. Plus, the woman he met was very bright and cheerful and definitely wouldn't smash her shoes. No, absolutely. So, he's, he's very spot on on that. Yeah, yeah. And then also, uh, the captain says, do not lose heart, Kit. 
And the Grand Duke says, on the contrary, lose heart and gain wisdom. The people need to know that the kingdom is secure. The king has a queen, so the land may have an heir. Want to face the future with certainty. I was like, yeah. okay. Maybe it's because I live in the modern world and live in a country that doesn't have a monarch. Doesn't have a monarch. But it's just a weird statement to make that the land may have an heir. It's weird. Uh, I mean, yes, but no. Because in this time, that's all mm -hmm. that matters. I know. It's, it's just weird to me because... I live in the modern world and don't live in a country that has a monarch. So yeah. it just seems very weird to me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I read your next one. My next one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is important though. Like, and Kit understands yes. that it's important to have an heir. Yes. He, oh, he definitely does understand that. Um, However, he doesn't he want to be plans. forced into a marriage though. Yeah. He has other plans. <laughs> And so, and so, yes, the next thing I say is, uh, it, it's Kit saying, agreed, then let us be certain I am king. I say we shall seek out the mystery princess. Even if she does not want to be found, I have to see her again. Yeah. First of all, you tell him, Kit. Secondly, Kit, this is a little stalkerish, just saying. <laughs> a little? Just, just a little. <laughs> just a tad bit stalkerish. Yeah. I have to see her again, even if she doesn't want to be found. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Fine. It's like, what? Sounds a little bit rapey. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yikes! Like I, I know that that's not his intention. No, but it sounds that way, Kit. It, it sounds that way. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so Kit does agree that if the mystery princess isn't found, then he will marry the princess Shalina. Yeah. And the captain wants to like dissuade him from that decision because <laughs> his captain is kind of like, but Kit is like, no, this is my decision. And it's like, yeah. why? Why do you want him to marry Princess Shalina if the mystery princess isn't found? Or why, yeah, why do you not want him to? Because it's just probably just boring and annoying and an airhead. <laughs> it, it, I mean, maybe, but it's also just, it, like, it's weird that his captain is saying, like, don't marry the Princess Shalina, even if your mystery princess isn't found, because he wants Kit to marry for love. Yeah. And if, if he doesn't marry the mystery princess, then I don't know who he's going to marry. Where is he going to find this love? How long is it going to take him to find this love? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why it's weird. So. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely weird. Yeah. Um, but this is where they start trying the shoe on people. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> the uh, Kit told the Grand Duke that he must spare no effort finding the Mystery Princess. And the Grand yeah. Duke gave him his word and literally spared no effort to find the Mystery Princess. Yeah. Um. And, like, they looked high and low. Like, mm -hmm. potentially that could mean that they looked high and low, you know, topographically. But yes. it could also mean that they looked high and low in station. Oh, absolutely. As well. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, oh, so I mentioned, if I listened to the movie correctly, <laughs> uh, there's no line here stating that Kit would marry whoever fits the shoe. Yeah. So why are they only looking for someone who fits the shoe and not someone who fits know. the shoe and matches the Mystery Princess's description? That is a very good question. They're doing a lot of work for a lot of nothing. Yeah, they are. And <laughs> I wrote, they're trying the shoe on every girl and somehow no one has a foot that fits it even slightly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which which uh, is also very interesting. It's like, okay, yeah. well, the shoe is obviously <laughs> magical. And has yeah. some sort of underlying magic that still works. 
It's definitely strange. Oh my gosh, my voice. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> okay. But, um, yeah, no, it's definitely strange that that it went like that, I would say. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it is possible that there's still magic helping the shoe only fit Cinderella. Mm-hmm. I I also said in my notes, like, on the other hand, if they didn't try it on every maiden in the kingdom, mm-hmm. then they may just lose their mystery process. It's true. Yeah, they wouldn't find her. So it makes sense that they would try it on everyone, because they have yeah. no clue where she is, where she's from, who she lives with, like, none of them. And honestly, nothing. her appearance could have changed in some way, shape, or form. It's true. She could have been wearing I mean, a wig. You don't know. The Grand Duke <laughs> knows who she is. Yeah, he at least knows what house she lives in, or whose house she lives in. So he's avoiding that house. Well, he's not avoiding it. <laughs> I mean, they he's... don't go there until, like, the very end. <laughs> I, yeah, I'll, I'll make my comments on that when we get there. Okay. 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 <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's... Yeah. Also, the girl who oiled up her foot before putting it in the shoe? Gross. <laughs> gross. I hate it. <laughs> Yeah, the shoe would be gross after so many feet have been in it, for sure. Exactly. Plus, how many people have oiled up their foot before trying to put it on? Probably a lot. Probably. Sounds disgusting. Oh, yeah. And with this specific girl who we see oiling up her foot and it doesn't fit her, everyone looks so disappointed that it doesn't fit. And I'm like, yeah. she's not even the same race that the mystery princess was. Yeah, like, dude, she's like, not, like, I'm confused. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I'd, uh... Were you expecting? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, maybe there was a line somewhere in the proclamation that whoever fits the shoe, the prince will marry, and I just missed it, but... Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I, I um, love the part, though, where, you know, the narrator is speaking over and says, the magical slipper refused to fit even the most eligible of ladies, and it's this elderly woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> love it. And of course, the Grand Duke sees her and then turns around, walks out as soon as he sees that she's an elderly woman. And I'm like, He's like no. Does this go along with my point that they should be looking for someone who not only fits the slipper, but also fits yeah. the description of the mystery princess? Yeah. Like, come on. About that. <laughs> About that. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, <coughs> oh my gosh, I'm dying. As they're coming up to Ella's house, two bluebirds yeah. appear, and I was like, hey, throw back to the original story. Yeah. Hey. And, you know, they're still going up to it when the Grand Duke says, what's wrong, Captain? And the Captain says, we haven't found the girl. I'm disappointed for our king. Yeah. And the Grand Duke says, oh, come on now. Don't lose heart. There's one more house. We must leave no stone unturned. Okay, see, yeah, it is the last house they go to. Then. I still have questions. But first of all, before I get to my questions... It's funny because the captain had told Kit in the scene before not to lose heart. And mm-hmm. now the Grand Duke is telling the captain not to lose heart. Yeah. But also, the captain and Kit have some real friendship going on. Oh, yeah, they do. <laughs> uh, but also, how did Ella's house end up being the last house in the kingdom that they go Rather visit? Because the Grand Duke made it that way. But why? Because he knows. Okay, but even there. even if he knows that she's <laughs> there, they could still go to the house on their way to the next house if it's in the middle of houses. I mean, that's true. Because but why I would think, they skip over a house? <laughs> I think his intention was to go to as many houses as possible where the shoe wouldn't 
bit to make it so that they do lose heart and give up. Well, when they didn't give up and they had to go to that house, they had to go to that house, you know? Yeah, but what if they also went to the houses on, like, either side of it and just skipped that one? Are there houses on either side of it? We don't know. It's a long road. It looks like it's out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, so but it's there... probably just a manor out in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> but also, is there a manor further down that they will have to go to if it doesn't fit at this house? I mean... Probably not. He does say it's the last house, but how did... <laughs> how, 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 how did Ella end up being at the last house they would go to? I don't know. Out in the middle planned. of nowhere. I, I don't get it. I don't understand. It was planned. That, no. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. The Grand Duke planned it that way. Did the Grand Duke specifically ask... That worked it out. Did the Grand Duke specifically ask Lady Terrain where she lives so that they can avoid her house? They probably knew where she lived. Did they, though? Probably. How? Because most houses had, like, names and titles to go with them. Yeah. Did he ask around going, okay, where does Lady Tremaine live? No, because I'm sure that he had his little conversation with her and figured out which house and title her house was. (laughs) He had that conversation with her. He did, but I still... That's probably when he figured it out. (laughs) I don't, I don't know. I, I, it doesn't seem realistic, that they would go mean, to her house last. This whole story isn't realistic. No Are fairy tale is realistic. <laughs> Absolutely no fairy tale is realistic. It's not going to work out for you <laughs> if you think it's realistic. <laughs> Silly but, Colleen. But even still, I just I still don't understand how this wound up being the last house. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you either <laughs> because we don't have a map of the kingdom. About that. <laughs> God, okay, anyways. <laughs> um, oh, the birds that we saw at the beginning of the scene go and knock at Ella's window. And I was like, hey! I just thought it was interesting. Yeah, <laughs> a little callback to yeah. the short story. Yes. I see you, I see you. Uh-huh. <laughs> so... Uh- so Ella doesn't care who's visiting yes. because she's like, oh, they're not coming to see me, whatever. Well, and she's locked away. Well, yeah, that too. But also, <laughs> does Ella even note that the royal guard is going door to door to find the mystery princess? No. Exactly. I don't think so. I, I think she knows that they were going to try and find the princess. She, I, I think, think she, she can assume. They were intending to find her? Yeah. I think she can assume that they would look up, uh, be looking for her. But I also questioned, how long has Ella been locked up there? And if it's been a while, then who is doing all the cooking and cleaning around the house? Because surely the step family's not doing it. I mean, they're probably pretty bad at it. Exactly. (laughs) Do they let her out to at least cook? Uh, Probably. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. No? I I don't know. I have no idea. (laughs) Now I'm, like, iffy on that. I don't know. Yeah. I do not know. It's new. <laughs> um, but they do come in to try the shoe on the stepsisters. Yes. And um, obviously it doesn't work out for the stepsisters. No, obviously. And the Grand Duke is like, well, I guess it's time to go. And the mice just conveniently manage to get the window open while Cinderella is singing a song. Mm-hmm. And the captain's like, oh, wait, what's that? There's someone else here, isn't there? And Lady Tremaine's like, oh, 
she's not one of consequence. She's just a servant. It's no big deal. And he's like, yeah, but we have to try it on everyone. And the Grand Duke's like, no, it's fine. Like, we don't have to do that. And then the prince shows yeah, up. The, yeah, the Grand Duke is like, nonsense. <laughs> I believe the woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you believe her when you can literally hear, hear yeah. the singing? Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. Not sure why you would, but that's fine. <laughs> um, and so, obviously, the prince is like, wow cool thanks for betraying me grand dude <laughs> yeah. um we're trying the shoe on this princess I this is my girl well <laughs> he doesn't even know if it's his girl he's just like nah, we're trying he he's like yeah. we're trying it on this girl she's singing <laughs> sounds beautiful yep, like yep. let's see like, it let's this see this is happening <laughs> yes um so yeah she uh she ends up having to come down well while the captain goes up to the attic we have this lovely, lovely little conversation where, you know, the captain requests that Ella go downstairs and present herself to their king. And yeah. Lady Tremaine goes, I forbid you to do this. And she's like, mm, I'm doing it anyway, bye. And yeah, <laughs> and the captain says, and I forbid you to forbid her. Yeah, Who are you to right. stop an officer of the king? Are you an that's empress? Right. A saint? <laughs> a deity? And Lady Tremaine says, I am her mother. She goes, step mother. No, she just says, I'm her mother. And Ella says, you have never been, and you never will be my mother. Oh, yeah, that's right. So first of all, hilarious that Lady Tremaine thinks she can get away with forbidding Ella to do what the captain asks. Secondly, it's not like she ever tried to be Ella's mother, so why, quote unquote, start now? Yeah, like literally, why try now? Yeah, why? Just why? I don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah. It's. I mean, it's because it's because Lady Tremaine has figured out that Ella is the mystery princess. Yeah. At this point, like, yes, all the pieces have clicked in place, and she's like, mm, "Yep, you can't let her go down there. Literally, cannot. Bad idea. Yeah. Because you will fail at what you were trying to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So." So Ella goes down. Yeah, she goes down. And they try the shoe on her. Hold on. I, I just want to point oh, out that yes. the stepsisters look like they were locked in the other room, which is just really funny to me. <laughs> it's like they got in trouble, but in reality, they had nothing to do with this situation that is now unfolding. Yeah, that's true. They had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Even though they suck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But the first thing Kit says to her when she enters the room is, who are you? And she responds with, I am Cinderella. Yeah. Why did she introduce herself as Cinderella? It's not her Girl, real don't name. Ask me. I don't. Don't ask me. I don't understand. <laughs> because the like there was a quote before this that I just skipped over my notes because I was like, why bother? But uh, I will read it now. Okay. Now it's kind of relevant. Um, but it says, would who she was, who she really was, be enough? There is no magic to help her this time. This is perhaps the greatest risk that any of us will take to be seen as we truly are. Yeah. And so why is she introducing herself as Cinderella when she is truly Ella mm-hmm. and not Cinderella? That's a good question. I don't know. Because she shouldn't be introducing herself with the name that she wasn't, like, that she hasn't truly embraced and isn't, like, and Cinderella is a hurtful nickname that the yeah. step family gave her. Yeah. 
really is. So yeah, so yeah, why did she take it as her own name when she met the prince as her true self? I'm not sure. I don't know. That is a very strange. It, it is. It is. Thing. It is really strange. <laughs> <laughs> not sure what to think there. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Ella. Uh-huh. Um, um. But uh. Oh, I was just gonna say that Ella asks Kit if he will take her as she truly is, just you know, like an honest country girl who loves him. And Kit is just like, of course I will. And yeah, I was, I was like, hmm, that's a lot better than how Henry reacted in Ever After when talking about peasants. <laughs> like, thank you, Kit. Love you. You're amazing. <clears throat> okay, but Kit isn't realistic. So. Uh, Henry was more realistic. Mm, he was. I'm going to disagree. Well, uh, disagree. He was more realistic for a prince of the times. For a prince of the times, sure. I would like to think that in this world, um, the king and his wife, whoever she was, were better people, and we're like, ah, yes, we love our we love our kingdom, so we will love everyone <laughs> in it, and we'll mingle with them if we want to, <laughs> yeah, and are just overall much nicer than Henry in Ever After, <laughs> because Henry is better. awful. <clears throat> You're just bitter. You just don't like him. <laughs> Henry is awful. I'm sorry. Not that bad. Um, <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> I, I've also only seen the movie once, so yeah, I can't really say much it. about it. I will probably still have the same reaction, though, after watching it a second time. You think so? I think so, yeah. Okay. I think I will still cringe at him and be like, oh, he's awful. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> I know you do. I don't know how, but oh, well, okay. No, I do know how because he is yeah, kind of funny. But he's fantastic. Otherwise, he's awful. His sass. His sass. I, I love his sass. Him. I love his sass. <laughs> otherwise, character awful. I love him, <laughs> and he grows throughout the movie. <laughs> mm. He gets better. I'm not <clears throat> positive on that. Wow, it's proven. <laughs> It shows. How? Yeah. How? We're not talking about Ever After. <laughs> <laughs> um, where are we now? <laughs> we are here. <laughs> ah, I found it. Okay. So, <laughs> I just wanted to point out that the slipper that Kit is holding looks much bigger than the one that was being shown when a bunch of other women were trying it on. Yeah. And I'm like, obviously this must be the one that actually fits Lily James. Because I'm pretty sure that other one was just small, so no one would fit into it. Yeah, probably. <coughs> oh um, but yeah, so surprise, surprise, the slipper fits. Oh my goodness, what? What? <laughs> no way! Crazy. But also, the... Like, so Ella and Kate are about to kiss, but why do the stepsisters decide to run out screaming Cinderella right at that moment? Dude, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> but also they call her Cinderella and I'm like why did you call her Cinderella is it because you heard her introduce herself as Cinderella or is it because you just got used to calling her that mm. that's a good question because you would think oh shit our stepsister is about to marry the king because she fit the slipper why would we call yeah. her by the hurtful nickname when we can call her by her actual name yeah I don't know 
I don't know. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't know. It's whatever. <clears throat> oh, oh, oh. But after she tried the, the shoe on, this is my last comment. I was like, GG, Lady Tremaine. GG. <laughs> Good game. Good game. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, also... <laughs> As Ella and Kit are leaving the house, uh, Ella turns around, sees Lady Tremaine, and says, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why? I don't know. <laughs> um, but the narrator, <laughs> the fairy godmother, the narrator, says, forgiven or not, Cinderella's stepmother and her daughters would soon leave the Grand Duke and never set foot in the kingdom again. Good. Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> Wait, they leave with the Grand Duke? Yeah. Oh my. <laughs> or at least that's what it said. I don't know if they're actually going with him, but I wouldn't be surprised. So they're all gonna go and try con someone else. <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> Yikes, I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> so the next scene we see is, I assume, right after the wedding. Yeah. Uh, and you see the portraits of Ella's parents and the portraits of Kit's parents up on a wall and they're Talking about it like, oh, they would have loved each other. Yeah. <laughs> and they're making a joke that... They hadn't all been dead. Yeah, they're all dead at this point. That's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah. But they make a joke that uh, Ella should get a portrait painted of herself. And she jokes around like, oh, I do hate myself with paintings. Yeah. <laughs> Kit had she made that joke that. earlier. Or Kit had said that That's earlier. True. He did. He did. <laughs> yeah. And... So as as the movie is ending, the fairy godmother in her little yeah. narrator voice says, yeah. and so Kit and Ella were married, and I can tell you, as her fairy godmother, that they were counted to be the fairest and kindest rulers the kingdom had known. Yay. And Ella continued to see the world, not as it is, but as it could be, but only if you believe in courage and kindness, and occasionally, just a little bit of magic. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's really interesting that there was no... And they lived happily ever after, stated well, here. But it wasn't that way they can't live unhappily ever after. <laughs> I will say the happily ever after was very heavily implied in yeah, my mind. I think you're right. Uh, but it's also interesting that just before like the credits start rolling, you see the fairy godmother showing up in the clouds and yeah. like procures the words the end onto the screen. And I'm like, that's really interesting. Yeah. Just the fact that they put a specific the end at the movie. Well, it's because that's how all, like most of the Cinderella, or not Cinderella, but princess movies are. Where they have the words the end at the end? Yes. Oh, <laughs> am I blind? <laughs> Do I forget these things? Because yeah. <laughs> but... all I can think of is, you know, like, and they lived happily ever after storybook close. That's all I can think of. <laughs> I mean, that's basically also a the end, but usually there's a page in the book right before it closes mm-hmm. that says the end. Yeah, so. you're you're probably right. I feel like I'm trying to come up with these images, and I'm just blanking. That's okay. I mean, I don't. It's not like a pivotal part of the story. No, I just I just so thought it was really interesting because instead of <laughs> instead of having and they lived ha- happily ever after the end, mm-hmm. it's just that's the end. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's interesting. It, it is. Interesting. I th- I think specifically because you know movies nowadays don't have a the end at the end. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, just because it's a fairy tale, it's good to have a the end, because that's just how fairy tales are. It's true, yeah. I would say that that's a good thing to have. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. 
Um, <clears throat> but I mean, that's it. That's the end. That's it. That's the okay. end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know it was directed by Kenneth Branagh. That's cool. It is. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> We're just permanently bringing Harry Potter into our our, our Disney princess yes. series it's fine yes I was... harry potter will never leave us <laughs> everything yeah. has a reference or a connection to harry potter mm-hmm. absolutely so sorry see, guys if you don't like harry potter see beauty and the beast the live action movie had emma watson yep. this movie had kenneth helena Brana, helena bon yep. carter yep no. every time i think of kenneth Branagh, though i think of Casual. hamlet oh so. i mean he's a good hamlet he's, he's but a, he was yeah. definitely Gilderoy Lockhart. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. But my first thought is always Hamlet. So. Yeah. That's because it's the four hour long Hamlet. And that I've only seen the once. Best so. ever. Yeah, you watched it on my voodoo. No, I watched it in class oh, and then I was going to watch oh, it. On going to watch I was going to watch it on your voodoo and then I right. never got around to it. Or I used it for like a specific scene uh, for my oh, yeah, Shakespeare in film sense. class. And then I told myself <laughs> I was going to actually watch the entire movie again. And then I never did. But anyway, this movie is good. (laughs) I love this movie. It's my favorite. It's pretty great. I love (laughs) this movie. I'm also surprised that we got through all of your six pages of notes in an hour. Yeah, because before we started recording, I told Karen that I had (laughs) six pages of notes for the end of the movie. And the most we had gotten through in our, our average is three. Yeah, in, in our episodes for the live action Cinderella, the average number of pages we would get through on my notes was three. Yeah. So I was like, hmm, how are we going to do this? <laughs> and then but, I was like, well, most, a lot of my notes this time are quotes. So maybe that's that lessens it. What, yeah, that's definitely what fixed it. Yeah. If you write down a lot of quotes, it'll be easy to get through them because it's like, oh, this quote, this quote, this quote, mm-hmm. done. And then you're good. And then we're <laughs> but we did it! We did Yay. it! Yay! I love this movie. It's a good one. It's, it's a really not my good favorite, one. but it's a good it's one. It's my favorite. So <laughs> I love the music in it, though. The music is it's so Lily pretty. James. I love Lily James. I I used to listen to the actual like the the actual uh, score for this movie for yeah. a while. Um, I think mostly when I was doing like NaNoWriMo. And okay. I was trying to concentrate while trying to write. And so I was like, well, I need music that doesn't have any words in it. Let's listen to the Cinderella score. It's a good score. It's a really good. The music is brilliant. Love it. Good choices all yes. around, Colleen. Yes. <laughs> but we did it. We did it. We did it. We finished another movie, guys. <laughs> is the musical next? No, the musical is last in our Cinderella oh, right. series. Hold on, I will figure it out because Ever After. I think it's yes, I think Ever After is next. Let me double check. Cool. Well, at least we uh, watched it and have already recorded it. <laughs> yes, it's already recorded, guys. Ever After <laughs> is next, and we have a special guest, but we're not going to tell you who. You will find out yeah, in the next episode. You'll find out when it happens. <laughs> our special <laughs> guest was great. We loved talking with her. Oh my gosh, yes, for real. <laughs> yes, she. she was... We can do another one later. <laughs> yes, I would love to do another episode with her. That would be so fun. <laughs> yes. Oh my god. But anyways, I can't wait for you all to hear our Ever After episode because our guest yeah. is amazing. Truth. Love her. And Ever After is amazing. No matter what Colleen says, don't listen to her. Uh, She's wrong. I, She's wrong. I have, uh, uh, no, I have problems. She's wrong. She's wrong. I have problems with it. <laughs> She's wrong. I have lots of problems with it. It made me cringe. The prince made me cringe. Henry made well, me cringe. You make me cringe. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what? What did you say? I said, you make me cringe. Rude. And I was like, just kidding. <laughs> 
But yeah, like Ever After is a good movie. It's a good movie. I will I will say that. It's a good movie. It's just I had problems with it. Well, you tend to have problems with stuff. So. I do. You're right. It's fine. <laughs> no one's surprised there. No. Are we? Are we surprised that calling us problems? You should uh, tweet at us and let, let us, us know. know. <laughs> let us know if you're surprised that she has problems. Because I feel like at this point, about 40 episodes into our podcast, you probably know that she has problems with a lot of stuff. Yes. <laughs> yes. I have problems with I everything. <laughs> Literally. Literally. I'm the one who's like, oh, it's fine. I'm chilling. Uh-huh. I have problems every once in a while, but I mean, not like, that often. I mean, like, you know, we just we just finished my favorite movie and, like, there were problems. Yeah. She still has problems. Still has problems, <laughs> but, I, like, I ignore them because I love this movie so much. <laughs> Which, is that problematic in itself? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. At least you acknowledge it. Oh, oh of course I acknowledge it. I like, mean... embrace the fact that you also are problematic. Yes. <laughs> No, I know I'm problematic. Like, we're all problematic. We're all Let's problematic. Come on. <laughs> no uh, one isn't. I mean, I like pointed out so many flaws in this movie. Like, it's not that I don't acknowledge that there are flaws. It's, it's just that it's that I ignore them. Yeah, you, you love it too much. <laughs> I love it too much that I ignore to let it. It has problems. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it doesn't have problems. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Uh, that's the end. That's the end. <laughs> we keep talking. I don't know why. But... Stop. Um. So I guess we should leave, leave a, little a little magic, magic wherever, wherever you go. this episode of books movies and musicals oh my if you'd like to connect with us be sure to check us out on both twitter and instagram at bmm underscore oh my be sure to check out our website at bmmohmy.wixsite that's w-i-x-s-i-t-e dot com slash home and check us out on patreon at www.patreon.com slash bmm underscore oh my you can email us at books.movies.and.musicals.ohmy at gmail.com. Our socials, website, Patreon, and email address can be found in the description of this episode. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked this episode, be sure to share it with your friends and family and even random strangers on the street. We can't wait to talk with you all next week. Bye! Bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.